With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, everybody. We got a little drama to start your day, huh? We are coming to you live from the uh, TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Jeff Schwartz. How do you like to start your day, huh? You get a little coffee, you got a bagel or two, maybe a little drama with what happened in the women's national championship game last night. Is that how you get it going? Who, who are we supposed to be angry at? I, w- I want to be angry this morning. Who we? Who we angry? Are we angry at like Angel Reese or Caitlin Clark? Like, I want to be angry this morning. Like, who we? Ang- who's supposed to be angry at? Brian, let me know. I want to know. I want to be. Angry. I'll tell you who I'm angry at. Anybody who's making a horrible argument, and it could be on either side. <laughs> like that's who I'm angry at. I'm really not angry at either girl it's just some of these arguments man they are freaking brutal so the deal is the women's national championship game yesterday lsu beat iowa 102 to 85 and it's a big story to start off because caitlin clark for iowa she's this megastar she's just been ripping it up in the tournament iowa beat uh, South Carolina, who was undefeated, national champions, like defending champs from last season. And so Iowa takes South Carolina down in uh, the semifinals, in the final final four. And so with LSU about to beat Iowa, that's a big story. And then Angel Reese from LSU, she does the you can't see me thing. It's like the John Cena thing. Yes. Shout out WrestleMania. Maybe we'll break that down at some point today, Jeff. <laughs> but I, I, I watched exactly zero seconds of WrestleMania. I've, okay. I've watched zero seconds of wrestling since the Attitude Era. Since uh, it's been a long time. Got it. I don't know. So yeah. we will not be breaking no, down sorry. WrestleMania for no, the last two days. No, right, that's sorry. fine. We, no problem. Yeah. No, okay. So I'm sorry. Sorry about that. I have I have kids and things to do. So I'm hey sorry. man, I get it. I yeah. trust me, I get it. But the yeah. little you can't see me thing for the people who don't know. It's kind of like just waving your hand in front of your own face. Correct. It's just a, a mannerism that John Cena made famous. 
Caitlin Clark did it earlier in the tournament in the Louisville game. She did a little, she made a bunch of threes and did a little ha-ha, little ha-ha, little quick, you can't see me to Louisville. And so Caitlin Clark, she dug in. She dug in and she did it at the foul line right next to Caitlin, like, you can't see me. And then as the game was ending, she was walking past Caitlin, making sure that she saw her <laughs> when she's doing the you can't see me, and then pointing to her ring finger like, I got me a ring, baby. Got a championship over here. I give you the floor just because I set it up for a couple of yeah. minutes, Jeff. Your first thought on this thing, man? Oh my God, what a what a what a weird thing to be so angry about. Um, okay, I have said for the longest time that an athlete's superpower, okay, is the ability to turn anything into motivation. All right. So after the game, Angel Reese uh, on LSU, who is their best player? Okay, who who who. Um, didn't play her best game on uh, yesterday, but was the fourth leading scorer, but is their best player. Like she's their best player. She, she makes a bazillion dollars in, in NIL money. Like she's a legit star for LSU. Um, After the game, she said that the reason she felt disrespected was because Caitlin Clark was in her mind, disrespectful to South Carolina the game before because <laughs> South Carolina, Iowa's game plan was we're going to pack the middle of the paint because South Carolina can't shoot. And that's true. But it, it, it but there was a moment where Caitlin Clark specifically kind of like waved off one of the point guards on South Carolina and said, I'm not even guarding you. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like, like physically kind of waved her off. And it was disrespectful. Absolutely disrespectful. And Angel Reese said, that's the reason why I felt personally disrespected. And I had to let Caitlin Clark know about it at the end of the game, okay? Think about that. Think about that. So I am a I'm a pro taunting and trash talking person. Be my guest. Do I go go for Angel Reese? Have the most fun possible, Caitlin Clark. You want to trash talk? Have the most fun. Do it. I'm pro. Taunting the explanation is ludicrous. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so you're pro taunting, just not pro explanation. I don't know. I, I don't know what that, like. I rather you should not explain it. Like just be like, "Yeah, I did it." Sure, the explanation is ludicrous. Brian, that would be like that would be like um, you're a Notre Dame fan, right? Yeah, that would be like someone uh, uh, who was Notre Dame's best player last season, Michael Mayer, the tight end. Okay, okay, Notre yeah, Dame, was there you first go. Round sure. Draft pick, saying that like. He felt disrespected because someone trash talked someone at USC, and like they, he saw it on film, and then you and then they played Stanford. Let's say it's Stanford. A Stanford player trash talked USC, yeah. And then you played Stanford. Notre Dame did, and Michael Mayer took disrespect because the Stanford defensive end tra- uh, trash talked a USC <laughs> linebacker on film. You'd be uh-huh. like, what? 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 Yeah. Wait, what, what? 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 Just like, just to be like, yeah, I, I did it, and 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 I think, and so look, I good, good for Angel Reese. Congratulations, she's fabulous. She won the championship. LSU play. I mean, 102 points yesterday. They had one. They had a bazillion bench points. They made a bazillion threes. They normally shoot 36 percent from three. I believe they were. I think it was 65 percent from three yesterday. Kim Mulkey's fantastic coach. Um, uh, won her second year there. Fourth championship. Uh, I think it's great for the game that we're talking about. Women's college basketball. The ratings have been have been through the roof. Um, and we're still talking about it. Obviously, this morning, but. Um, the explanation was really, really funny to me. And again, the 
not the the the, the ability for athletes to find this this motivation, right? Uh, no one believed in us. No, they disrespected us. You're like, well, yeah. no, actually, you know, actually, Georgia football. We thought you were in the championship again. Like, no one actually thought you're going to be seven and five. Okay, like, no one, no one thought that. I actually, thought that maybe one person did. Um, but you know, again, Kalen Clark didn't disrespect you. But you respect your right. friend. So I love, I love it. Athletes have to do this all the time. It's what athletes do constantly. The only weird part about the taunting, the only weird part about it, again, pro taunting, is that is that she did it like while her team was celebrating the championship. That was a little. That part was a tiny bit weird. Yeah. But other than that, I think it was like they were celebrating the championship, and she went like made a point to do it again in her face to make sure, like, hey, Kaylin, I'm here. I did it again. Well, yeah. I'll let you know. I'm still here. I'm still taunting you. Um, that was kind of an odd thing. <laughs> Other than that, I was like, did you notice that too, right? Like the game was over. Oh, the yeah. The were celebrating, and she was still doing still it Still doing it. She, um, she, that's the thing to me is <laughs> that, like, the arguments, because th- this was a steady dose on Twitter, is, well, hey, Caitlin did it. And it was okay. Angel does it, and it's classless. What's up with that? And the first thing I would say is, it's not the same thing. Like, let's not act like it's apples to apples. That's the one thing I would bring out here is Angel followed Caitlin around. She followed her like, hey, Caitlin, you can't see me. Caitlin, Caitlin, you still can't see me. Hey, Caitlin, guess what? You still can't see me. And ring me. Ring me over here. Like, Angel acted like she was a wide receiver and, and like, you know, or like a cornerback. Angel yeah. was the cornerback just shadowing a wide receiver. That was like Deion Sanders in his prime covering a yeah, wideout. It was. That's not the same thing Caitlyn did, you know? And the other thing is, Caitlyn wasn't pointing to her finger, which she could have earlier in the tournament, whether it's Louisville or could have done it against South Carolina, right? Like, that didn't happen either. So it's a bad argument to say it's the same exact thing. It's not the end of the world. No. I just thought it was excessive. And I do think there's something lame about really talking trash when the game is decided. I, I'd have more respect for it if it's first half, third quarter, the game is still in doubt. But when it's won, when you're up by 15 in the final minute, I just don't think that's great trash talking. But again, not a gigantic deal. Just don't tell me it's the same thing that Caitlin did because it's not. Yeah. Well, look, people have a lot of, have a lot of problem with nuance, right? And it's, it's certainly not the same thing that Caitlin Clark did. Caitlin Clark... It did it for all of a second and a half, walking away from a player. Um, and Angel Reese, though, did talk all game. It's not something that she like pulled out at the last second, but she specifically did target, obviously. Uh, I love your analogy of the cornerback following the wide receiver around. That's exactly what it looked like at the very end of the game. Um, it's like, she looked like Revis Island over yeah, there or something. She's like yeah. specifically, and like Kayla Clark was like weaving around her to make sure that like she didn't acknowledge it either. Um, oh, God. It's so good. Uh, um, people, yeah, people get like so. I, I can't tell if it's internet angry or like really angry. Like, who cares? Who cares? I, I, yeah, I think it's, we're not even talking about Caitlin and Angel. I think it just someone gets triggered, and we're talking about life experiences at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think I, it just turns into something like that. I mean, that. Th- there certainly is you know a, a little bit of a race component to this, obviously, right? Uh, that that riles people up, especially on the internet. Um, you know, and and that's part of it as well. Uh, but it's just like it is. It's so. It, look, I think that any publicity is good for a sport that is continuing to get very popular, right? The numbers this weekend are out of control. They're, they're going to yeah. be so high. Kaylin Clark, 
uh, has been must-see television. She had two 40-point games in a row. The first one was a 40-point triple-double. They took down South Carolina. Even yesterday, she put up over 30 points. The fishing was horrendous yesterday. Oh, it was brutal. It, it cost her an opportunity, I think, in the fourth quarter to really be aggressive on offense because she couldn't drive to the lane because she couldn't worry about getting her, her, her fifth foul. Um, and nonetheless, it's going to break viewing records for women's college basketball. It's gotten higher ratings than the, than the NBA and ESPN this season. Um, so... It's been fun to watch, and uh, I'm glad women's college basketball. And I, I do cover it from my other radio job on the Pac-12. Um, you know, is is getting the, the attention I think it deserves. Obviously, I think they would they would rather not have the attention like this. But yeah, um, but hey, so, it's still it, publicity. You know, it, it's not all bad. It's just so it, you know. One other part of this as well is like no one really talked about Caitlin Clark doing the "You Can't See Me" against right. against right. Iowa against uh, Louisville. It was. And we kind of like laughed at her doing the the kind of the the hand gesture, of South Carolina. Like it was like it was like an afterthought to the game. Mm-hmm. And but people got so angry over this. I, it's you know it's like it's let it, it's not that big of a deal, man. Like come on, yeah. It's yeah. It, it, to me, it overshadowed. I think was was a really good basketball game. And again, 102 points. That's a lot in a championship game. Especially <laughs> it's it's a, a ton. 40, yeah, 40 minutes on 40 minute game. Um, it just was an odd reaction on the internet. I just had a flashback usual. to uh, like the in-game over. I should have hit that up. You know, it's it like 159 and a half before the game and then like 172 at one point. And I didn't even think about it until now, Jeff Schwartz. We had 187 total points. I should have made some cash off that. I did find a Caitlin Clark prop uh, to bet over, and I think I would have lost. Uh, you would have. Yeah, it was it. like 32 and a half or 33 yeah. and a half for a point total. Yeah, so, yeah. I would I would have totally done it. Um yeah, By the uh, way, real fast, how about the fouling thing where this has been talked about quite a bit where in basketball, it's just such a unique thing where you literally foul out of games. And uh, Caitlin Clark didn't foul out. But like you said, Jeff, she was in foul trouble. She had three fouls at the first half, like by halftime. And then she picked up a personal foul because it was a technical foul, like technical fouls. She threw the ball out of bounds uh, during a, a timeout, a stoppage of play, and she got a technical for it, so that counted as her fourth personal foul, which is crazy. But I mean, I, it's just another little chapter in the argument of the book of, hey, should we be ejecting players if they pick up their fifth foul? I think it makes sense. Olden Polonies, we did a show yesterday. He brought this up. It's been talked about before, but instead of ejecting a player or disqualifying them, I should say, if you pick up your fifth foul, if you leave that player in, if they pick up another foul, the other team gets two free throws and possession. And you still get drama. So I don't, I'm don't. i more open to that than I used to yeah. be. I used to push back like crazy on that. Well, I think because when you look at a game like that and you say to yourself, well, Iowa's three best players are all in foul trouble. Yeah. If you really want to watch a championship game where it just seemed like the referees were making a, uh, you know, their their personality it was like, we're going to call fouls today. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I, I guess I understand the argument if it's like uh, a game where and you, I, I, I guess you really wouldn't have this if the refs don't call a lot of fouls, but. It felt like yesterday they were they were on a mission to to foul everyone out yesterday. It was, it was a, weird. It, it went both ways. It was the most fouls ever called a championship game. Yeah, uh, by far thirty seven, thirty seven, and a lot of ticky tack stuff. And you're like, and then you know, and then the technical on on Caitlin Clark. I mean, they said it was a delay of game um, because she threw the ball uh, backwards, not to an official uh, yeah. after a stoppage. 
and they they said because there was a delay game already called earlier in the game, did that constitute a technical foul? It's like, mm. can we can we like not do that? Maybe like do we have to give that to Caleb Clark? Can we can we not? I mean, to anyone like can we just give it to the team? Maybe um, so giving it to the player. Um, so it just seemed. I, that would be it would make it more fun at least because it would allow players to stay in the game. I, I am I'm a weird person where I want to see the best players play in championship games. <laughs> I, yeah, I like, I like seeing when you sense. have when you have you know Angel Reese sat out most of the first half with fouls. Uh, Iowa center, who's their second best player, sat out most of the first half with fouls. I'd rather them play, and it'd be you know if you call as you mentioned you know two shots and the ball. Yeah, you still have to you still have to pull off a little bit if you're one of those players with fouls, but yeah. you would still be in the game. I think it makes more sense that way. It's a dramatic shift if they ever do something like that, but you still have it'd be entertaining, and you still have a big talking point, and it's a significant penalty if you do pick up another foul. So Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, I think it makes more how, sense. How do you feel about the men's game adopting quarters? I wouldn't be opposed to that. It's uh. It's the last of the Mohicans, kind of, you know, like where you have two halves. I, I'm cool with quarters. I like, you know, maybe you get a buzzer beater at the end. You got four chances for that instead of just two. You know, we're used to quarters. It breaks it up a little bit yeah. more. So, yeah, I like quarters more than just halves. The other thing that I think the men's game should adopt, and this is very specific, but it's interesting, is, you know, in the in the women's game and in the NBA, if you call timeout, you can advance the ball to half court. I would love that. In, in the college men's basketball, game. you can't. It seems so yeah. odd to me that you still can't do that. For those who, I know. so when you, when you call timeout, like at the end of the game, right? Like like tonight, UConn and, and San Jose State are going to play. If if you call timeout after a made basket, like with, if San Jose State had called timeout at the end of that game on, on Saturday night, they would, mm-hmm. after the, the, the miss by FAU, they would have gotten the ball right at the baseline, right? They, I don't think so. I think they would have gotten it at half court, like the NBA does it. They would have inbounded it from half court there. If they called timeout at, at yeah, at where just they when they got it? the rebound, they'd advance it to half court. Since when in college basketball? No, no, no. I'm saying if if the men's game was like yes, the women's you know, you're right, 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 right. I'm saying, I'm saying if they if the men's game was like that, they would advance it to half court, right? But exactly. they can't in college basketball, right. which just seems which men's college, which seems silly to me. Like, why would you not be able to advance it? No, like, I'm with else you. Does this? I totally yeah. agree with you. I think you would get a lot more chances at buzzer beaters and yes. legitimate shots at the end for every Bryce Drew. You know, shot where you have that awesome play by Valparaiso yeah. or the Christian Leitner shot at the free throw line. Now everybody has a Grant Hill. <laughs> like you, you get a lot of awful shots. Yes. I, I think you have way more drama if you advance it to half court Agreed. after a timeout. So I would take. I, would, I think the men's team should adopt that. I totally agree with that. No doubt about that. All right, we got a lot to do. Coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the TireRack.com studios. If you say you're a fan, you cannot fail this test. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brian No and Jeff Schwartz with you. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. All right, Jeff, if you look at the men's side of the NCAA tournament, there were a lot of people not too excited because it wasn't the big name schools in the yeah. Final Four, which 
it, in my opinion, that's your loss if you weren't watching. But you can't sell me that you're a college basketball fan and then not watch the Final Four. And if you failed that test, you got burned because there was a buzzer beater in the San Diego State win over Florida Atlantic, which was just an insane ending. Awesome stuff. You can't miss that stuff if you're supposedly a college basketball fan. Look, I, I watched the the games, I, I, and I wasn't like as excited <laughs> to watch them as I've been in the past. Um, uh-huh. I, I watch sports. I, I watch them. I will be honest with you, but I, I wasn't like, oh my god, I got to watch FAU San Jose State play. Um, I mean, I might have had money on both games. I, I certainly was happy that I, I had UConn and FAU, um, and I cover both of those. But I mean, I yeah, it wasn't as it, look. Um, we like upsets in the, in the tournament. Uh, until this round, essentially, right? Until mostly, really, the weekend before, until the Elite Eight, right? When we want to see more of the teams that we've caught throughout the season or more of the players that we know in college basketball. But this season, there's not a lot of those college basketball players, right? If you look at, the, at, at any mock draft right now, most of them have four players in the top five that haven't played in college basketball, right? Two of them, excuse me, one of them is in France. Uh, one of them is in the G League, and two of them are in overtime. So right. there's not even players in college basketball where you're like, man, I, I gotta watch. I gotta watch this guy play. Um, now there are players certainly on on UConn that are very good, and, and tonight you'll, we'll get to see them play again. And I think they'll win tonight. Um, but there's just not that attachment. I think this season to a team or a player. Um, that you even look at and say, well, that's got to, you know, he's going to make my, my, my NBA team better, right? There's just not that attachment this year. And that's fine. It's just, we've talked about this this year. It's been a year where college basketball doesn't really have many powers. Um, but yeah, I wasn't as interested in those games as I've been in the past. And that's fine, I guess. I still watched them. It's not like I didn't watch the games. Yeah, it does show you the power of stardom, where if you look at the women's side with Caitlin Clark, and the ratings, you spoke about that. The ratings have been strong. And also the ticket sales. You saw the side-by-side comparison where an average ticket for the women's Final Four was going for over $200. And then an average ticket for the men's Final Four was about 45 bucks. Well, because, and that's the thing. It's not like Iowa is this big name in women's college basketball. or They're a blue blood. It's just Caitlin, po- okay. Caitlin Clark. They got a star. They got a superstar over Did- there. To be fair, the ticket prices thing, one of them is being played in an actual NBA arena and the other one's being played in a football stadium. So like, Huge stadium. It's a like, big difference. It, 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 the, I think it's so. I think it's, it's really kind of silly how we play these games in football stadiums. I don't know if you saw any of the crowd reaction shots or any of the – like unless you're sitting in the first like – section like first level like the seats are terrible <laughs> it does, it's not a very like, steep climb up you're right like it's very even <laughs> it's, it's like, why back. would you go sit if you, i get to be there but like to be in person but like the most of the seats in that football stadium stink like i would not pay to go watch a team play i would pay money to go to a basketball arena even if there were quote unquote bad seats because they're set up for basketball to watch a basketball game. So they're not set up to – football stadium set up to watch a giant football field, not a tiny basketball court. They put in the middle of the football of, of the football field. So, um, yeah, look, the game tonight, I think, I think UConn ends up winning by a decent margin and people complain about the outcome of, of, the, of the Final Four. But this UConn team, Brian, was – entered the tournament, I should say, 
fourth in efficiency. They were fourth in Ken Palm. Like they weren't some yeah. bum team that just snuck oh, up no. on everyone. They had yeah. a rough middle of the season where they where they lost a bunch of games. Um, but sometimes that happens in college basketball. It happens in all Isn't sports. That's strange. Yeah, where and, you can hit a rough patch in your conference, and here they are on the doorstep of winning the whole freaking thing. It's crazy. But they've also they've also it's not like a mistake they've they've blown out a bunch of teams that they've yeah. played a very good tournament their average margin of victory is over double digits in the tournament that's they've right they've won every butts. game by at least double digits yeah and and so they're favored by seven and a half tonight and I think San Diego State just offensively doesn't have enough if UConn plays a B game I think um, to make this m- much of a game so yeah look it's not. Again, it's not Kentucky, UCLA, Duke, or North Carolina. Right. It certainly four. is not. Yeah, um, like but we had the Blue Bloods last year with yes. the throw Villanova in there. That was oh, more, yeah. you know, they've got titles, but when you have Duke, North Carolina, like that was insane. So maybe it's the next year where it feels so like, oh gosh, what's going on? We had a friend joke on a text thread that Final Four tickets were going to be sold with a free subscription to Sports Illustrated. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line. But I feel like, look, man, this is fun. I would like college football to have shake-up city from time to time instead of Georgia, Alabama. Yeah, TCU was fun. You know, we don't get a lot of those stories in college football. So for college basketball to have this Final Four, I thought it was more of a good thing than a bad thing. Yeah, but see, here's the thing about like the TCU experience is it's fun for a game, right? Until they play, until, and this is what might happen tonight, right? Is it's fun for a game until you play a UConn team and you lose by you know by twenty, and it's like well, wow. that's the thing too is I think we treat Cinderella like uh, you know it's cool if you hang, it's like throwing a party. It's like if you hang around for a little while, that's cool. But if you're just lingering around too long, oh gosh, I wish Bob would just leave this party. Right. You know what I mean? That's how we act. Where we loved fairly Dickinson early on, and it was cool with Florida Atlantic early on. But now that they're in the Final Four, it's like, oh man, we're trying to shut this thing down. Yes, and these guys won't leave. That's how people treat Cinderella. It's weird. Yeah, well, is that? You, you, I don't think that's weird. I think that, I think the first round, the first couple of rounds, right, sixty-four, thirty-two, the first weekend. Yeah. It's okay, you know, upsets are part of the the conversation, part of why we watch it. But after that, I think people really want to see. The teams, for the most part, the teams they know, the players they know, the programs they know. Play but then, why would they games. be rooting for, like, say, Zach Eady in Purdue? Zach Eady was the player of the year, and it's all good if he loses in the first round. But it's like, well, then you don't see him ever again, obviously. But then I mean, you're cool. You're cool with that. But then if that underdog keeps winning and winning and makes it really far in the tournament, now it's like, what the hell? I'd rather see Duke. That that just <laughs> is weird to me. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's not a, it's a little hypocritical, right? <laughs> yeah, it's um, totally hypocritical. Purdue might be the wrong example because I'm not sure anyone was rooting for Purdue to make it past like. The yeah, maybe anyways. not. But um, like Kentucky <laughs> last year, St. Yes. Peter's beats them. If St. Peter's had made it all the way to the championship game, there'd be a lot of people like, ah, oh, that's too far. That's too far. I don't. And, <laughs> and also, it, but doesn't it also feel too at times that the only people that really benefit from that run are like the coaches of those teams, because the coaches of the teams are the ones that always upgrade, right? Like, do do they? You know, the, the coach of St. Peter's immediately got a job where? Where do you immediately got a job somewhere else, right? Um, and then you know the coach of FAU immediately got yep. a job somewhere else. The coach of all these, and Fairly the players, Dickinson, he he I, got a gig. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they 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 immediately don't like the players don't get the same sort of like upgrade as the coaches do. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a, definitely a bump up in pay if they stay oh, for put. Sure. You know, oh, they're definitely sure. getting that at a minimum. Uh, we get a bump up in pay right here every time we hear from Eddie Garcia. I feel like that's the equivalent right there, even though it's it's not technically the case. But Eddie, with the <laughs> latest, what's going on, Mister Garcia? Yeah, that was a Jonas Knox type uh, pump up there. Well done, well done. <laughs> you, you seem very excited about it, Eddie. Is that a good or a bad thing, Eddie? No, it's a good thing. Oh, okay, it's a good. good. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, it's, it's bull crap, but I mean, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, let's start you off with some NBA games of note. We had a battle of MVP candidates in Milwaukee where the Bucks beat the 76ers 117 to 104. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 33 points, 14 rebounds in the win for the Bucks. Joel Embiid, 29 points, 9 boards in defeat for the Sixers. No Nikola Jokic for Denver. They still beat the Warriors 112 to 110. Steph Curry was 8 of 28 from the field, 2 of 14 behind the three-point line. Suns over the Thunder, 128 to 118. Phoenix is 6 and 0 with Kevin Durant in the lineup. He led him with 35 points. The Raptors clinch a spot in the play-in tournament, beating the Hornets 128 to 108. Trailblazers were 19 and a half point underdogs in Minnesota. They beat the Timberwolves 107 to 105. Hawks in overtime down the Mavericks 132-130. Lakers get 40 from Anthony Davis beat the Rockets 134-109. Nets squeak by the Jazz 111-110. In baseball games of note, we have the Rangers beating the Phillies 2-1. Twins down the Royals 7-3 and the Rays top the Tigers 5-1. Texas, Minnesota, and Tampa Bay all get the series sweeps. They're 3-0 to start the year while Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Detroit all 0-3 to start the season. Mets are 3-1 after beating the Marlins 5-1. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani back-to-back homers for the Angels in a 6-0 shutout of the A's. And the Red Sox beat the Orioles 9-5 Boston scoring 27 runs in their first three games of the season. Some NHL games to note, we had the Bruins beat the Blues 4-3 in a shootout. Boston gets its 60th win of the year. They need three more wins in their final five games to set a new NHL single season record for most wins in a season. Kings clinch a playoff spot, beating the Canucks 4-1. Penguins over the Flyers 4-2. Pittsburgh moves back into the final wildcard spot in the East, one point up on Florida. And the Jets beat the Devils 6-1, while the Flames get by the Ducks 5-4, so Winnipeg still a two-point lead on Calgary for the last wildcard spot in the West. And in the women's college basketball national title game, LSU over Iowa. 102 to 85. And now back to Brian No and Jeff Schwartz in the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Good stuff, Eddie Garcia. Always, buddy. Very nice. How about um, with Eddie mentioning uh, Golden State losing again on the road, Jeff? I am so out on the Warriors come playoff time. I can't sell the Warriors faster. I am going to be loading up betting against them because I think they are the Tampa Bay of the NBA. Ooh. They really remind me of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past season, don't they? Where, you know, they reminded us all season long, Tampa Bay did, don't trust us, don't trust us. We lost at Pittsburgh, don't trust us. We can't <laughs> win on the road, don't trust us. And then at 8-9 and nine, when the playoffs rolled around, we're like, we can't bet on Dallas, can we? They got Tom Brady. And That's the Warriors. They've got the brand names. I know they're defending champs. It's just like Tampa Bay. It's very, very similar. But the Warriors, all season long, they're reminding us, we can't win on the road. Don't trust us. We can't win on the road. They're 9-30 and 30 on the road, Jeff. They're not going to do anything come playoff time. Fourth worst road record in all of basketball. Um it's pretty remarkable how bad they are on the road. Um, and obviously, if there are a six seed as they are right now, and that might change obviously the next couple of games, they are going to have to play you know a majority of the games on the road to get all the way through this uh, this uh, this postseason tournament. And you have to imagine that unless things change, they're not going to have the opportunity to win the to, to win the championship. I, I'm with you. I, I don't know. 
I, I don't know why. Is there a reason why? Have you figured out why they can't win on the road? It doesn't make any sense. They they haven't had Andrew Wiggins for an extended period of time. That obviously hurts them. They're just not the same defensively the way they used to be. We always talked about their death lineup, and they could just we Draymond always talked about this. Their offense made their defense so much more dangerous, and they're still scoring. I mean, they're still scoring at a high clip, and when they used to set their feet defensively, they had a lot of success. They're still setting their feet defensively, but they're just not the same team, not the same squad. I know they've had some injuries, but, bro, 9-30 and on the road is inexcusable. Last night was a perfect example. You face a Nuggets team without Jokic, and Denver had been brutal offensively without Jokic the last couple of games, and you still kick that game. You still can't win on the road. So they have Oklahoma City on Tuesday, and they're at Sacramento, and I don't know how Sacramento is going to treat that game, considering that you know their playoff spot, they, they've clinched the playoff spot. I don't know if that yeah. if that game matters for seeding. It, it probably does not. Maybe the for the two seed, we'll see. They're two games back on Memphis right now. It should not matter for the three seed. Um, and then they play the Blazers, who at this point, oh. um, I mean, you know, minus the game last night, I don't know yeah. if how hard they're trying at the moment. Um, it's they've got Shaden Sharp and dudes you've never heard of. Yeah, <laughs> and they still uh, want his nineteen and a half point dogs. That was insane yesterday. This is why tanking is so hard, by the way, in any sport because you can't tell the players not to play hard. That's right. And, they and will. On, That's on their games. chance. They, they will play hard. I'll tell you um, what, Jeff. You yeah. could see a potential. Sacramento Golden State first round matchup. I would love that because think about this. Golden State, they've got all the prestige. They're defending champions. We know their credentials. Sacramento, they just snapped their 16 game, 16 year playoff drought. They have made the playoffs in 16 years. So you have polar opposites. And I'm telling you, a lot of people are going to be comfortable betting on Golden State if that's the matchup. I think the Kings are the smart play. I think the Kings are just a it's, better basketball team. It's also like Sacramento versus San Francisco. There's also going to be like a pride thing there for Sacramento yeah. uh, as well to, to play the Warriors. Um, uh, that, that'll be part of this as well. Um, but right behind Golden State, those pesky Lakers just hanging out. I know, seed. right? They're, they're playing a lot better. Seed. Um, get one more game with uh, get get you know there are four games left to move up out of the playing game. Um, and so we'll see. I'm, the I'm Lakers are the it. anti-Mavericks right now. Dallas is just sinking like a rock, and we'll get to them in in L.A. Man, Lakers are they're looking a lot better. Anthony Davis with forty points. I know it was against the Rockets, but still forty points, healthy. LeBron back. It's like when everyone's healthy, you play better basketball. It's weird how that it's works. Crazy. It's weird how that works. <laughs> yeah, out, no yeah. doubt about that. All right, uh, coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe live from the TireRack.com studios. Oh, man, it's down to four. Who is the best choice? That's on the way. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. 
New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! It's two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brian No and Jeff Schwartz with you here today. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, Jeff, so how about this? 
NFL, let's talk some ball over here. Hard Knocks. We've got four teams that are eligible for HBO's Hard Knocks docuseries yes. uh, in 2023. So we've got the Jets, yes. the Bears. It. It's done. Yeah, done. Et, done. Un, end of story. Done. Huh? They're going to have Aaron Rodgers. It's done. Maybe have Odell Beckham Jr. If, also, possibly. If it's not Aaron Rodgers, if the opening scene is on Aaron Rodgers coming out of a pitch black room to like... <laughs> Um, to like in, intimate life stadium or like walking into like Times Square or some New York thing, uh, Katz's Deli, um, a, a bagel shop, uh, something like that. Then it's not, then it's just, it's not, it's not hard knocks. Um, it's going to be, it has to be the Jets. There's no choice. It has to be the Jets if Aaron Rodgers ends up there, which he, who knows? He might never end up there. It might never happen. Um, but if it does, it has to be the Jets. It's the only choice. No one wants to watch it. The, who are the options? The Bears, yeah. the Lions? Who, who does knows? it for you? No, because the Lions were there last year, right, so they're yeah. good. So, it's Bears, Saints, Commanders. Okay, I, I, the, the Saints would bore me to tears. Uh, <laughs> just it would. Sorry. New quarterback, um, Derek Carr? No, yeah, that's, nothing. That's exactly, that's exactly the reason why. Um, <laughs> and the, the commanders with Sam Howell. Because it's, it's all about quarterback, right? That's who we're going to feature. Um, yeah. And I just know no, out on commanders. Uh, I like Ron Rivera, but I just don't think that that's going to be a – it would be boring in my opinion. Um, okay, so we have that. Um, Bears. Yeah. The the Bears, I I don't know. I guess Fields would be fun. They're kind of in a you know in a rebuild on the fly mode. It has to be the Jets. It's the only. It's got to be the Jets, right? It's the only, only option. If it's any of the three besides the Jets, we're gonna be like, ah oh, man, really? Especially if the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, which they will. I think it's just a matter of time. I, I think it's happening. You you still you skeptical on that? If Rodgers is gonna be a Jet. Uh, it's gonna happen. I just it's gonna probably happen after the draft is my guess. Um when after the draft the leverage and, and kind of the um the leverage turns to the Packers and, and the Jets need to kind of get this done after the draft. I think before the draft the leverage is on the Jets, right? Because the, the Packers probably want draft picks this year to help out Jordan Love. Uh but if they wait till after the draft, which could, works better for the contract and the cap number for the Packers, um then you wait, you just wait, and the Jets then become kind of more desperate as training camp approaches. Um, I, I didn't buy the whole, you know, song and dance of Robert Sala being like, well, we don't really need Rodgers anytime soon. You know, he know he knows the OC. Uh, okay, but what about the offensive linemen he's never played with and the wide receivers <laughs> that he hasn't played with? And the fact that, you know, he's been known to sort of not – mesh with his wide receivers for many months at a time um you have like a two-year window this this guy's not he's not 27 years old he's 40 years old he's gonna play for one or two more years man like you need to get him in the building today you need to get him in there now and start working with you um and i love the idea that uh that like oh nate hackett man solid oc yeah said no one ever He's never been a good OC anywhere he's been. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, sure. I mean, I, yeah. I, I imagine with Aaron Rodgers, he'll be better than he was at Buffalo and Jacksonville and whatever last season was. Okay, um, but it still has not been good. Look at the numbers of when he has been in charge. I don't want I, enough of here. Oh, he ran the red zone. He ran the red zone offense in Green Bay. Oh yeah, I've never seen anyone can get credit for running a partial part of an offense like like <laughs> like Nate Hackett has. Like, like you know, have we have we ever heard that before? I don't he know, ran, Jeff. They were good on second down though. He, you know, you gotta yeah. give him credit. Oh for yeah, that. yeah. Nate, 
Nate Hackett ran the red zone meetings. Okay, <laughs> congratulations to Nate Hackett. Guess what? That's how it works in the NFL, right? Every position coach, they have part of the offense. Do you, do you think, like, the coaches just sit there and do nothing all week and the OC just does the entire thing by himself and they're just, like, they twiddle their thumbs? Oh, OC, tell me what I'm doing today. No, they all have part of it, right? The offensive line coach has the run game. You know, the, the running back coach has the run game, plus, uh, you know, he does – two-minute drill. The wide receiver coach has third down. One guy does the red zone. It's all in conjunction with the OC who designs the overall plan for the week, right? He gets help from all the coaches throughout the week, but the plan and the play calling comes from typically one coach. Um, and it's not, it wasn't Nate Hackett in Green Bay. It was Matt LaFleur. So it's just so funny, man. It's just like assume that, oh, it's going to work out great. And we all know the thing about this, the Rodgers thing, Brian, you've watched football as long as I've watched football is we all know how this is going to end. Horribly, yeah, <laughs> right. Head, it's gonna oh yeah, it, it might be. Uh, it might not quite be as bad as Kyrie going to the Dallas Mavericks. That's I don't think the Jets worse. would crash and burn like that. But it's. I think it would be very Favre-like. I think they'd start off pretty hot, have some success, get you all excited, and then it's like, yeah, no, it just didn't work out. Like I think it will go that way. By the way, Jets cornerback Justin Hardy Senior. He uh, tweeted out about Hard Knocks. Man, y'all can give Hard Knocks to another team. Man, we're trying to focus and win. That's a distraction. And I, hey, I hear him on that. A lot of players would feel the same way. I just feel like the Jets are the Cowboys of the AFC, right? Where both teams, they're trying to win. There's no doubt about that. But Dallas, they love the limelight. They love the attention. And, and the Jets, the little brother in that major media market to the Giants, they like the attention. They like the spotlight. So it feels like a Jets thing to be featured on Hard Knocks, in my opinion. They've already been once or twice on Hard Knocks. Twice on Hard Knocks, right? So um, it definitely feels like a, a, the, a thing. That yeah, really the Rex Ryan, like, yeah. let's go eat a GD snack. Yes. Like, that was the... <laughs> That's the line from back then. It was tremendous back then. It's great. We'll see if that's the team selected. All right, coming up next, remember Bob Seger singing like a rock? It definitely describes this team. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.